Well, hello, and welcome back to another podcast episode with Brittany Bundles. You are still listening to the Brittany Bundles podcast. However, this is the credit awareness segment. I want to thank you all for joining. This is a new segment that we're doing here on the Brittany Bundles podcast. Uh, my goal is to spread financial awareness um, and then also be able to connect with people that are interested in repairing their credit. I do have a service that I'm now offering uh, for credit repair. You can connect with me to get more information on that service by emailing btalks, that's the letter B-T-A-L-K-S, at yahoo.com. You can also go to my website, which is keepingupwithbrittany.com and click on the Credit Dispute Center right on the first page. And that's going to give you access to more information regarding the credit repair program or service that I'm offering. And then also the um, link to my calendar for a free 15-minute consultation is at the bottom of that page. So be sure to check that out if you're interested in repairing your credit. Do not wait until it's time for you to uh, go out and actually look for funding for a business or look for funding for your mortgage. Be proactive. I constantly tell entrepreneurs in mentoring sessions and in consultations, the time to start a business is not when you feel like you absolutely need to. Go ahead and get that additional form of, of revenue created, start working it, uh, look at strategies to grow it before you even consider that you need additional income or that you'd like additional income. Uh, the time to start looking at ways to build your credit. It's not when you feel like you need a loan that day. Be proactive and start building so that when you do feel like you need a loan or a credit card, you already have a strong credit profile in place. So with that being said, uh, today, today's topic, we're gonna be talking about putting vacation expenses on a credit card, some points that you should consider. If you're not following my page for credit awareness on Instagram, be sure to do that now. It's BCH. Uh, B as in boys, C as in Charlie, H as in Henry, underscore credit repairs. Okay, be sure to follow that. I made a post and the post uh, stated, should you put vacation expenses on a credit card? And I went over four points to consider, like I mentioned. And today we're going to be breaking down those points. So I'm going to ask you all to share this podcast episode. You can share by turning on the episode in a car with a family member or a friend. You can share via social media. You can share uh, via text message, email. Just get creative on how you're, you're going to share this podcast. And I'll be back to you in just a moment. All right, so I am back. And again, we're talking about should you put vacation expenses on a credit card? Now, this answer is going to be different based on everyone's uh, specific financial obligations and where they're at uh, on their credit journey. So there's not just a hard no or a hard yes, but here are some points that you want to consider. Number one, the credit card that you're looking at putting your vacation expenses on, are you revolving over 30% of your overall credit limit? If you are nearly maxing out that credit card with this vacation, I recommend that you don't use that credit card or you use a very um, modest percent that will allow you to stay under the 30% of your overall credit limit. Because once you go above that, you may notice negative impacts on your overall credit score. So it's really important when you are looking at uh, utilizing a credit card for maintaining and building your credit, as well as being able to use the benefits of not having to tap into uh, your earnings 
or your savings account or your checking account, you want to make sure that you're doing it the right way. There is a right and a wrong way to do everything. So make sure that if you're using a credit card, it's not something that you're going to max out. So this is going to entail planning, not just off the whim spending and swiping, because as we all know, it can be very easy to get in the habit of swiping, calling and giving out our credit card number and uh, not realizing that we're actually spending a lot more than we anticipated. We may have a budget for the vacation of 3000 And then by the time you know it, before you even get on the plane or get on the highway, you're noticing that you've spent close to the 3000 already in hotel expenses, booking different events when you're on, when you're on your vacation, shopping for the vacation, um, getting new luggage, new clothes. You wanna make sure that you're calculating all of that, okay? Uh, one of the points that I wanna to touch on that I didn't put in my post that I referenced on Instagram under BCH underscore credit repairs is that it's also a good point to consider using your credit card as long as you're not going over 30% of your overall credit limit because of fraud purposes. So when you're going uh, on a trip or when you're traveling, you're giving your card number out to a lot of people, like I mentioned. So you may one night order a pizza. You're giving your card number over the phone. You may one night uh, decide to go out and do some type of event. You're giving your card number out there. And because you're making purchases in so many different places, uh, if it's a debit card, it can flag those purchases as uh, fraud, even though they're not. Also, you can get flagged as fraud with a credit card too. But let's say that the, the you actually start to get fraudulent charges. This actually happened to me. I traveled to Florida one time and I was using my credit card pretty frequently. And I had the intention on using my credit card because I was nervous to use my debit card with so many different vendors and places. And by the time I, I got back and I looked at my credit uh, statement, the, the statement that came in the mail, I've noticed a lot of charges that I did not do. Like there was a charge for Walgreens and I think it was like $231. And I'm like, what could I have possibly gotten out of Walgreens? It's $231. That was not me. And so I, I went and I disputed it with my credit card carrier. But had that had been linked to my debit card, my um, actual savings account and my uh, checking account, I may have been a little bit more uh, concerned with that than my credit card. Uh, for me, it's, it, it, it makes it a lot easier for me to cancel a credit card than it does for me to cancel my debit card. That's just how I had things set up. A lot of my bills are coming out of my de debit card for auto pay. And it just would have been a, a more of a hassle for me to replace my debit card than it would have a credit card. So that's something that you also want to consider. The second point that I want to go over is, are you receiving points or incentives? So depending on what type of credit card you have, all credit cards are not made the same. You may actually get some very, very good perks on hotels, on rentals, on air miles. You may get a lot of good perks when you're using a specific credit card. So ask yourself if you're planning a vacation, does it make more sense for me to use my credit card? Even if it doesn't make sense for you to use the credit card for the entire trip, does it make more sense for me to book this flight on my credit card because of the points that I'm getting back? Does it make more sense for me to get this rental with my credit card because of the points that I'm getting back in the incentives? Does it make more sense for me to 
put my, my dining on this credit card based on the uh, point structure that's set up. So it's really important if you don't know already to get familiar with what incentive your card offers. If you don't know, feel free to call up your credit card company and just ask, what am I getting with this credit card? And I feel like people that are newer with credit cards want to know just two things. When I was working in the financial industry, I would get calls from people that just got their credit cards. And the two questions they would have is, number one, what is my credit limit? Number two, what is my APR? That was it. They didn't ask really about the incentives. They didn't ask really about um, what date it was going to be due or what around what date it was going to be due. They really didn't ask anything like that. They just wanted to know how much they could spend and um, what was the interest rate behind it. That was pretty much it. So people that I worked with that were experienced with having credit cards and at a different uh, financial level, would call and ask more specific questions to the advantages of using credit. They would ask things like, well, how many air miles do I get? Um, are there any annual fees associated with this card? Um, they would also ask questions as far as do I, how, what, what percentage do I get for dining in or for grocery shopping? Or they would ask a lot more detailed questions pertaining to the program attached to the card. So be sure to ask all of your questions and know everything up front before you decide if you should use your credit card for your vacation expenses or any expenses for that matter. The third point that I wanna point out is, if you're in the process of purchasing a home, you may wanna stop using your credit cards altogether, even for vacation purposes, just for this period when you are looking to get approved for the mortgage. So ask yourself, are we in the process of a large purchase, like buying a home? Because if we are, then we don't wanna change the debt to income. If you're approved or pre-approved for a certain home or for a certain amount uh, for a home, you want to make sure that you're not running your credit so you don't want any more hard inquiries and you don't want to change your debt to income. You don't want to take out any more debt and that does include using your existing credit cards. You don't want to max out your cards. You don't want to go above that 30% of your overall credit limit. And some loan officers will tell you, don't even use it at all. Even if you haven't used 30% of your credit card, don't use it at all. Just leave everything as it is until we get you into this home. So I would consider that even if you're getting points, even if you're going to get some incentives that are really great, you want to make sure that you're weighing which uh, decision matters most to you at that point. Does it matter most for you to get the incentives? for using that credit card or does it matter most for you to actually get into this home? So you have to kind of do a process of elimination. A lot of people will say it matters more for me to get into this home than for me to get flight miles or credits on rentals. So be sure to check into that. And I'm not saying that all cars just give you flight miles and, and incentives with rentals. I'm just using that as an example because a lot do. A lot of them do. Um, so ask yourself that. If you are in the process of obtaining a mortgage, then you want to look at using some of the funds that you have saved up for your vacation. I don't recommend going on vacation without money actually saved up for it. Um, there are some people that say they can't afford to save and I don't wanna be the strict person on social media saying, well, then don't go. But I'm a very strong advocate of just, just because you have the money doesn't mean you can afford what you're wanting to, to do. There are a lot of people that see that they have money sitting in their account and they haven't really planned out uh, or a trajectory or a structure to get ahead on their bills, to pay off debt, to, to maintain their credit profile. Um, they haven't looked at different saving options, reinvestment options. The first thing they think of is, I have extra money, let me go spend it. And then in a few months, they're in a position where they're 
really broke. Now they're maxing out their credit cards. Now they're noticing that their credit profile is, is not healthy anymore. Their score has dropped down. Their debt to income ratios are out of whack. And so it's really easy to get wrapped up in that whole mind frame of thinking that you have extra money to soon find out that you really didn't. And although you spent a week on vacation, it costs you years of catching up to get back in a good financial standpoint. So just because you have it does not mean that you really have it. There are people that have the funds to go out and buy new cars and they don't consider, okay, well, insurance is going to cost this per month. Per month. Um, I still have these debt obligations to pay. Uh, my car note is this high, so I'm still going to have to figure out how to, and, and they don't think about it. They're just like, okay, I have the money for my down payment. I was qualified. I'm going to get it. Please realize that all institutions are not going to guarantee that you can afford something. Like they do the credit application. They make sure that you are fitting within their guidelines. But a lot of loan officers are getting commission for what they're doing as well. So there are some people that aren't ethical and they're not honest all the time, especially if you're a reoccurring member at that credit union and they know that you're going to make your on-time payments. Sometimes they don't even look to see if your debt to income ratios are within their guidelines because there's so much gray that credit unions can work within. So I've seen people with their debt to income super off, super high, and still get approved for loans and then call back and say that they were considering filing bankruptcy or call back and ask if there was any way to refinance because they could not afford it. So don't allow your excitement, don't allow your immediate wants, your immediate gratification to be uh, gratified if it's something that's going to put you in a position that you know is going to cause you harm in the future. Um, also, I know a lot of people like to think on the op optimistic level. I do as well. However, you want to make sure that you're bringing realistic scenarios back into play. So yes, I may think, hey, uh, I'm, I'm getting this card, but my expectation is that my business is going to take off in the next six months. That's what I projected. That's great, but you don't want to base your financial decisions on what you project. You want to make sure that you're basing your financial decisions on what is current. Keep in mind what you're projecting and what you plan on getting. But if you plan on getting that that uh, spike in income in six months, I would recommend waiting. Wait for in six months until you get that spike of income, especially if you believe that you're getting it. And then go ahead and make the necessary changes because you actually have the tangible income to do so. Um, the last thing that I'm going to go over is what is your card's APR? So if you are planning on taking a vacation and your interest rate is super high, it may not make the most sense for you to use your credit card. Again, you want to weigh everything. So weigh the incentives that you're getting, weigh um, where you're going. If you're going to be using your credit card very frequently, weigh if you're feeling more safe using credit than you are actually using your debit card, but also weigh how much you're paying for this trip on interest. There are some trips that could have saved people a lot of money if they would have just paid it out of their savings and maybe use their credit card for like dinner or use their credit card for a little bit of shopping or use their credit card for gas along the way, but not for the full trip because the interest rate was super, super high. So be sure that you're calculating and you're rationalizing how much your interest rate is. If you have a very high interest rate card, I would highly suggest that you're using it as minimal as you possibly can unless you're getting some incentives that are overtaking uh, the value or the benefit of that some incentives that can surpass the amount that you're paying in interest, which a lot of times, even though you're getting incentive, incentives, sometimes they're not worth you actually paying interest on a large dollar amount. So if you're getting like gas, that may be something that you can consider paying interest on. Or if you're going in and putting dinner on a credit card here and there, okay, maybe, maybe depending on what type of dinners you're getting. 
but you want to make sure that you're evaluating those decisions too. If it's a really high interest card, nine times out of 10, if I have the option to either pay for my vacation um, or pay for it with my debit or pay for it with my credit, I'm going to use my debit. And some people say, that's crazy. I didn't want to take from my vacation savings. Well, if that's what you've been saving for, if that's what you have put aside for the vacation, go ahead and do that. Or what some people do is they use their credit card to pay for the vacation to get the incentive. And then they go ahead and just pay off their credit card balance with their, their checking account like the next day. So however you want to kind of finagle it, but those are some questions that you really want to consider when you are looking at using your vacation expenses uh, or putting your vacation expenses on your credit card. Um, I do want to thank you all for tuning in. If you would like to be a guest on this podcast, be sure to reach out to me via email. Again, my email is the letter B talks. It's B-T-A-L-K-S at yahoo.com. You can also follow me on Instagram. Now, I did give out my Instagram for the credit repair, but also please follow me on my main Instagram, which is Brittany underscore bundles. That is Brittany, B-R-I-T-T-N-E-Y underscore bundles, B-U-N-D-L-E-S. I'm on Facebook, Brittany Bundles, YouTube, Brittany Bundles, and Twitter, Brittany Bundles. And also be sure to check out my website, keepingupwithbrittany.com for more information on my credit repair services. Go to the main page, click on the Credit Dispute Center, and then all the way at the bottom, you can read information at the top regarding the service. At the bottom, you can go ahead and book a free 15-minute consultation. I do not want this conversation to end, like I say, in a lot of different podcast episodes. So be sure to connect with me so that we can continue to keep the conversation going. And I do want to thank you all for tuning in. I'll talk to you all on the next podcast episode.